I am the voice of Night Industry 2000's microprocessor, K-I-T-T for easy reference, a kit if you prefer. Episode 128. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just jumping right in there. <laughs> There's no even echo. As I was saying, though, for some reason, I pictured the Kool-Aid guy coming through your wall. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. 128. <laughs> Walked back out. Like, my wall. I am Rob Logan. Mike Volpe is I in am. studio. And uh, joined by, oh, nobody. Oh, well. Where are they? <laughs> Where's that Mikey and that Anna? Okay, so first thing, I I didn't tell this story because it didn't happen yet. Uh, the a couple weeks ago, we had a couple other co-hosts on the show, mm. Jen and Damian were here, and <laughs> it was a weird thing that happened when we were done recording and we went out to uh, get some food at Panera. I was backing out of my driveway and we're driving, and all of a sudden I hear like, I'm like, what the hell is going on? At first, I thought I had a flat tire. It was a similar sound, mm. but not like as like flappy yeah. <laughs> as that normally sounds. And then it sounded like the friggin front axle on my car was dragging against the ground. Like something was scraping. And I was what the hell? Like I totally freaked out because that's usually a horrible thing yeah. when you're in the middle of the road. Nothing like the sound of twisted metal. Yeah. So. so we pull over. We get out. We look at like all the wheels. All the wheels are good. Uh, kind of like just kicking stuff, <laughs> making, sure, just kick the car. making sure it's all right. And then I notice there's a motorcycle helmet <laughs> jammed <laughs> under my car. Where's the rest of the motorcycle? Oh, that's the what I was wondering. Like, where did this come from? Mm. So all of a sudden, well, we're, we're looking around and we're trying to get it out first. And it is lodged <laughs> under there. Yeah. And I'm like reaching under and trying to pull it. Uh, I think Damien took a picture of it, <laughs> which we haven't seen wow. yet. So I had to get back in the car and like back up so it would stay there. And it came out and the thing's like shredded. Like yeah. you can smell it because it's really? just because it was the top of it was being rubbed against yeah. the concrete the whole time. And it's just like worn wow. and scraped and everything. And then all of a sudden a motorcycle pulls up. <laughs> <Nuh-uh>. <laughs> yeah. And I guess it was one of my neighbors. And he was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Apparently, he was selling his motorcycle. Yeah. Because they, they had a motorcycle up on a, a flatbed when we were pulling out. Oh. Nobody saw the helmet. It wasn't there yeah. when I was, like, getting in the car and backing out and everything. And he was like, it it must have just fell on, fallen off the motorcycle when you guys were backing. <laughs> like, at that t- the worst possible right. time. That's unbelievable. It fell off the motorcycle and underneath the car. I was like, it's a little beat up. He's like, it was brand new. I'm like, oh, sorry. Oh, well, secure I felt, your shit. I, I felt I like a jerk, too, yeah. but, but he was like, no, no, this is totally my fault. And yeah, it was. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, it was no fault of mine, but, but instead of being a dick at that moment, yeah. you're like, yeah, it was your fault. <laughs> yeah. Ash, you could have ruined my car. You're right. Well, like, yeah. Oh. I mean, we checked the car for damage too, just in case, cause who yeah. knows, but seems like everything's okay. Oh. But that was just one of those that random sucks. things that happens. I, I almost wish it had happened before the show. So I could have talked about <laughs> it then. So anyway, let's move into Geek Outs and Freak Outs. Yay! You want to go? All right. All right. I've been playing Tropico 4. Okay. Which I downloaded on the Xbox uh, arcade. It's like SimCity for an island, with an island. So you play oh, as... Oh, okay. You could be whatever you want. You could be a dictator or you can have democracy on the <laughs> island. Dick. Dick, <laughs> but you could build like any kind of establishment you could think of. You build housing. There's all the sorts of problems that go along with it. But this game is just so addicting. 
and time flies. Like I will be sitting there and have played for six hours. Holy crap. It's just not just like one night that this happens. This happens a lot. (laughs) And like, I don't know what it is. I pick up the controller. I start playing this game and all of a sudden time is just past. I can't imagine you even enjoying those type of games. Yeah, I know. I love this game. I used to play SimCity and the Sims and stuff, but I stopped because they weren't fun anymore. Yeah. This game is a bunch of different islands already. It has downloadable content that gets you up to date because the game starts you off in 1950. Okay. And you play up to 2000 and then it ends and wherever your city is at that point. You know? Oh, okay. Um, but there's an expansion pack that lets you go in further uh, because you figure 50 years as a dictator or whatever, sure. or a president, because you can do elections if you want, or yep, it can yep. be martial law. It's like anything's available. Wow. Set up a whole tourist section. You do mining. Like there's a lot of detail to it. I guess it. so. Um, and there is a bit of a learning curve because at first I was, I was just a massive debt all the time because, <laughs> and then to the point where the, like the world yeah. was like the, all the other countries come up and the thing comes up on the screen and goes, you can't spend any more money. You're way too in debt, which <laughs> they should kind of do to the United States. But right. Like, all right, stop, stop, <laughs> stop it, guys. Spending money. Uh, That's the, funny. the game is a lot of fun. You can, you can zoom right down into like, the individual people on the island. Oh, and wow. You can look at them and read their Are thought. you peeping into girls' bathrooms I and watching am. showers? No, it's the <laughs> 1950s. They didn't shave anything. Oh. No, big hairy pits and Yikes. stuff. Uh, the game is a lot of fun. Yep. So, if, you know, I know it's on Xbox as well. So it's a game. It's 30 bucks. Oh, it's right. definitely worth getting. It's a cool. lot of fun. So I've been playing that. Then uh, a couple weeks ago, we saw Burt Wonderstone. Yes. Yep. And, uh, the ratings on that weren't that good. Like people were kind of bashing at the critics. They and were the, the game. The, the game. The the movies actually. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I'm at like I six and it. a half, seven out of ten. Yeah, yeah. The movie was a uh, w- was good. Uh, I think people should definitely take a look. People at are it. very quick to bash like the sillier comedies mm-hmm. now. Whereas some of those, like if you think back to the comedies you liked when you were younger, a lot of those movies are kind of those silly comedy they movies. Are. So. And that's all this is was like a silly kind of buddy. Yeah. Comedy, you know, each guy had their own role. The cast was really good. Oh, yeah. I thought I mean, so, it, too. it was, uh, they had, um, um, what's his face there? Steve Carell was the lead. Jim I was Carrey. Jim Carrey, yep, was in it. Um, Steve, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. How do you say his last name? Uh, Buscemi. It's Buscemi? Yeah. Although most people say Buscemi. Ah, uh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, Olivia Wilde, of mm, course. Olivia Wilde. Um, James Gandolfini, but. My favorite, honestly, that guy, Alan Arkin. Oh, yeah. The old guy. Yeah. He played the grandfather in um, Little Miss Sunshine. Like, this guy. I could just watch him He was him in Hugo, too. All really day. Good. He was? Yeah. Oh. Um, he was the, the movie producer working with John Goodman. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yep. Um, I love this guy. Like, yeah. as soon as I saw that he was in the movie, I was, like, sold at that point. Yeah. I just found that I was laughing a lot. And I know, like, I told, sold, told some people I saw, and they're like, oh, I heard the movie sucked. I'm like, you should go see it. Because we laughed quite a few times oh, yeah. out loud, and the movie was worth seeing. So I think it's funny and a little interesting that Steve Buscemi has those, like, goofy – he always plays that, like, quirky mm-hmm. comedy guy who's kind of, like, on the outskirts of normal, and you would think – after doing Boardwalk Empire, maybe he'd be doing other stuff in the movies. But no, right back to what he does best. Yeah, <laughs> he's great. Yeah, he is. Um, so uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, Howard Stern had James Franco in studio. Yes. And the interview was really good. But through the entire interview, there was one constant thought going through my head. Okay. It had nothing to do with Spider-Man. It was, <laughs> this guy needs to voice Donatello in the next movie. Oh, really? He, he sounded like, um, what's his face that voiced Donatello, the child actor? The current, oh wait, the guy that does Raphael now? No, Sean no, Aston? no, the kid. It was the kid. Oh, Corey Feldman? Corey Feldman voiced Donatello. Yeah, in And I'm like, he kind of has yeah. that same scrapey voice. I'm like, but the whole time, like, oh my God, James Franco should be a Ninja Turtle. He should be Donatello's That's voice an interesting for the thought. next live action movie. Sure. I don't know. I just thought it would fit really well. Unfortunately, he won't be because they've cast him. They did? We're going to get into it oh, later. Yep. Well, they've cast sucks. all four turtles. So I'm watching shows on um, – if you if you like raunchy shows, there's a show that was on, apparently on MTV, and I can't believe that like younger kids could watch this because what the hell? I mean, uh, it's called The Hard Times of R.J. Berger. It ran for two I've seasons. I've heard the name, yeah. Um, the show is so raunchy and like – like I was, my sister would come down the stairs, and I'm like, I gotta pause this. This is wow, embarrassing. Really? Like, what? But she had already watched. She came down. She's like, you're watching R.J. Berger. Oh my god! And she like went back upstairs. But that's not what my geek out is. My geek out is the girl that's in it. 
I don't know if Amber Lancaster. I've heard the name. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> That's her Maxim shoot. <laughs> wow. And like this girl is just like unbelievable looking and <laughs> and they play high school kids yep oh come, that's always hysterical come to find out she's 32 playing that a high girl school? i just showed you is 32 Holy years old crap. now the show it ran 2010 2011 so if she was 30 31 sure or whatever 29 but 30 in their 30s playing high school but she's still i mean wow. could look like i mean if you look at her face she looks young yeah oh yeah so I mean, I don't know. I think I'm falling in love. <laughs> don't tell Heather. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, this girl is like unbelievable. That's funny. Um, Mike Volpe is in love with an older woman. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, that's all I got. All right. Those are my uh, my geek outs. Solid. Uh, I have two geek outs, one of which is something we talked about a little bit more last week, but I'm still geeking out about it, is DuckTales Remastered. Mm-hmm. I just, I freaking love that they're doing this. <laughs> I really do. When I watched, or when I saw the news post originally... I like almost jumped out of my seat. It was. Oh, I was Do you so think happy. if this game sells really well that they'll go back and go? What else really was a I really popular so. game that we can remaster? It's it's a trend that I have no issue with. No, no, not at as all. As long as I'm not paying sixty bucks for it. Well, yeah, pay twenty, thirty, but, and maybe. they they really won't even get up to like thirty. If, mm. if anything, this will be fifteen or twenty dollars yeah. probably, and that's the most. I love that. What are the games would you want to see them remake? Oh man. Uh, wow, that's a good question. It's almost a top three. Well, when when this <laughs> came out, people were people were saying Chippendales Rescue Rangers because yes. it's of the same. Oh ilk. my god, that game! It's kind of the same idea, and it's it played very similarly. Yeah. But and oh, it was a great game, Darkwing Duck. It's all the Disney action yeah. games, yeah. all of them. They were great platformers. I'd like to see all those come back. Obviously, I'd love to see. Uh, although I love the uh, the animation of the classic Mega Man games, I think it would be cool to do the original Mega Man games with the Mega Man X art style. Mm. That's just me. Because I, I prefer the X art style, the Super Nintendo mm. graphics to the original. Yeah. Cool. I would like to see them do the Ninja Turtle game again. Yeah. Bring it back. The water level. Make it Let's a go. little bit easier. No. Keep no. it where it is. Um, Let's go. Then what's the point in buying it? Because I'm going to play for two minutes I remember minutes as and a die. kid it being so hard. I want to see if I can take that game down now. <laughs> I used to get past the water level, but it took a while. Oh, really? I don't think I, I thought the hardest it. game I ever played was, um, what was the Toad game? Battletoads. Battletoads. That's a hard game. It's a notoriously hard That's game. That's a game I don't think I ever beat. No. As a kid. It's always that friggin' bike level jumping yes. over the walls every oh. okay so that wasn't just me. no that's everybody that. unless you memorize those it was nearly impossible mm. that's where we need mikey we he do no he'd be like jump duck, we need the navigator jump, <laughs> he wouldn't bark at radio he wouldn't even have to look he'd that's be like true. looking at a watch going in three seconds jump <laughs> <laughs> he just writes them down as yeah. we're going through that'd be awesome uh, my other geek out is Leisure Suit Larry HD, oh. which I had talked about before. That's a launchy game for yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had talked about backing that Kickstarter as well. Uh, and it looks like there is a release date planned for sometime between May 15th and May 30th. Mm-hmm. So this might be the first thing I get back from a crowdfunding campaign. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Cool. Yeah. Those are all my geek outs. Let's freak out. Oh, freak out. All right. Uh, people with headphones or the earbuds in public oh, for no yeah. reason. First, are you listening to music or you listen to a show? Like, I'm curious what's going on yeah. that you have to have them in. Yeah. Or do you just don't want to participate in society? Because the other day I was in line for something and the kid, I didn't know he had men. He wasn't mm-hmm. like paying attention. So I'm just like, hey, you're next. You're next. Hey, so I just walked in front of him. <laughs> and it, like as I'm walking, he was just like, oh, and he like got right in front of me real fast. Jeez. And I'm like, you got your stupid headphones in. Right. Like, what are you Pay listening attention. to? But on my way here, I noticed there was a kid, two guys sitting in a park down okay. the street. And one of them, um, one looked like he had a little kid. And the other kid was just sitting there like in a leather jacket with headphones on. Jeez. Just, but you see it all the time. He walking down the street. I understand you want to listen to music, but this is like all the time. Well, like people, people like just need constant something stimulation now. now like yeah. they just can't walk. I guess they not. can't do anything without the headphones. But again, are you? I see people doing it in the car a lot now. Yeah, you drive and I look over and they've got headphones on or yeah. their earbuds in. Like, what are you doing? Are you, is that in case the phone rings or <laughs> are you listening to music? I assume they're listening. They're not recording. To, well, no, no. <laughs> I assume they're listening to what they can't put in through their 
car it speakers. It just seems odd. That- See, that one doesn't seem as weird to me because if, if they're in their car by themselves, mm. what's the difference between that and listening to the radio? Oh, nothing. Right. I think the, depending on the what you have, what you're listening to, if it blocks too much outside noise, well, you yeah. might not hear something going on. True. But just the general, I think it's rude almost just to be walking around with your headphones on. I agree. Because you're not participating yeah. in anything. You're in your own world. But the problem is you're not they don't pay attention either. Right. With the headphones on and they're just walking with their head down. Oh, they're just walking walk traffic. across the street <laughs> like they don't even look. That's Darwinism. Survival yeah. of the fittest. If I hit one of them, he's got his headphones in, I'm just gonna keep driving. Yeah. I'm not stopping. <laughs> Boom. Oh, well <laughs> be scraping along. We're gonna get out of my car and look, there'll be a guy under the car. And if you're lucky, you won't hit the iPod and you can keep that. There you go. Yeah. It's just frustrating. I'm just I've had enough. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, I have a lot. So. All right. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, my first one is I haven't even played God of War Ascension yet because mm-hmm. I'm still finishing up the Ratchet and Clank trilogy. And I don't want to game jump. I hate doing that because then I'll never go back. Mm-hmm. So I want to finish one before I move on. But I got a couple promotion codes uh, because I bought it. I pre-ordered through Amazon. Mm-hmm. So they send me a couple multiplayer codes and I to get like some extra things for multiplayer, like the suit of this guy or that, whatever stuff. Mm-hmm. Bonuses. So I enter the promotion code in, and it says that I got that item. Nothing downloaded. Oh, fun. Nothing. Now, I haven't checked it since. Maybe I should. Maybe it wasn't in the store yet, because I tried redeeming on the day that the game came out, which is a Tuesday, Mm -hmm. which is the same day that the PlayStation Store updates. So maybe it wasn't even there yet to download. But uh, it kind of sucks if I pre-ordered to get stuff. I mean, I pre-ordered anyway, just whatever. I don't even care about these necessarily. Mm. The odds that I'll be playing that much God of War multiplayer are incredibly slim, mm. but it's something I bought. So it's something I What are I they want. offering for multiplayer? The multiplayer is you don't play as Kratos. You play as Spartans and you have like different Spartan crews or like little little troops of people. And you all have an objective. You have to take oh. down something. And it's kind of like a capture the flag-ish mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. It's like a battle arena. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. I played it at New York Comic Con a little bit, but it's not something. I don't even play the multiplayer that I enjoy because I just don't have time. Mm. <laughs> so I probably won't even play this one that much anyway. Uh, so that kind of sucked. Then I finally saw The Hobbit. Oh. And it was okay, but much too long. Much too long. I saw it in this little rinky-dink theater uh, in East Providence. Oh, you went to one of those $2 yeah. showings? Yeah. Floor is sticky, we hope, because yeah. of soda. When they still have, like, the aisle kind yeah. of uh, going down the two-thirds mark of the theater. Uh, like, two-thirds of the seats are here and another yeah. third are on the other side. There's only, like, two going side by side. And the uh, this audio isn't great. It was a little hollow sounding. And so it was... <laughs> the circumstances didn't that help sucks. it and the seats are incredibly uncomfortable but when you're aware of how uncomfortable the seats are <laughs> that's a bad movie <laughs> yeah so it was i was getting that's bored true. i was getting bored yeah it was a little too long a whole lot more walking it was a lot of walking all right a lot of walking so if you like walking the hobbits for you oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh the next one i'm freaking out over is this this trend that just keeps saying a word that I hate over and over. And it's not YOLO, even though I hate that one. It's Froyo. That was Froyo. Frozen yogurt? Yeah. Froyo is the word for frozen yogurt. And I hate it. It just sounds so stupid. Froyo. It's one of those dumb, abbreviated, like, word combinations that I hate. Yo, and... man, let's get some Froyo, because YOLO. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> uh, but it came up today because I was driving by... Uh, a stop and shop, the the local one, and it said there's a Yum Yum Froyo opening soon. Sweet. The place is called Yum Yum Froyo, mm-hmm. and Froyo is the big trend right now. Like people go uh, everywhere. I see people but tweeting. But do you bogo froyo. with your Froyo? Oh my god, seriously! <laughs> I hate dude. bogo gets me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't know what it meant for the longest time. And I was like, oh, it's buy one get one. You just see it on Payless commercials, and yeah, <laughs> what the fuck is bogo? Yeah, but people are doing the whole frozen yogurt thing. I'm not saying Froyo. Frozen yogurt thing because it's supposed to be healthier than ice cream. And then they dress it up with the candy and the syrups and all the other stuff. And yet, you want to know what your frozen yeah, what's yogurt? What's that big chain that came here and people are going nuts over? It's not Pinkberry, right? No, that's... Well, I'm thinking Pinkberry. That's oh, what okay. I was thinking Pinkberry, of, but... I think, is like smoothies and stuff. No, Pinkberry does ice cream Do and they? frozen oh, yogurt. Okay. But you can put Captain Crunch on oh, your ice cream. Well. Like, oh, <laughs> people go. Because it. <laughs> 
Frozen yogurt. You know, when you look at it, it might have less fat. That's not the problem. Right. The problem is the sugar and the sugar right. content in the frozen yogurt. Even Greek, now they have Greek uh, frozen ice yogurt. cream and yeah. Greek this. It, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Look at the sugar content in it. Yeah. But so people dress it up, they put the toppings, they put the candy and all that stuff. But you want to know what your precious Froyo doesn't have? Fucking ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) That's the good stuff. True. So I hate that word and I hate the stupid and I don't like yogurt anyway. So freezing, it's not helping me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another freak out is the podcast app has been updated. You which you would think might be a good thing because it sucks. And guess what? It's no better. They changed a couple things. They got rid of the the I'm weird. Pretty sure, like, I deleted the podcast. How do you listen to anything on there then? Yep, I deleted it because it was so bad I couldn't deal with it oh, anymore. Oh God! Wow. I thought I did. Yeah, I deleted You're it. You're right a off podcaster my phone. that doesn't even have the podcast I had app to. anymore. The podcast it's app bad. sucks. It's I couldn't bad. do it. Uh, so they they got rid of some or they changed some visual things. They don't have that tape spinning oh, background right, right. thing anymore. They still don't have the ability to see the info, the show notes, like on it that you used to be able to in the music application but all of a sudden like when i signed in it was it said you have over 300 unlistened episodes it was not syncing up properly with my uh, itunes and it was like showing me downloadable links for all the ones and assuming that i wanted them and it was really really obnoxious and stupid and annoying and now the worst part for me i'm a completionist anything that is like a, a notification or an alert is stressful to me because I want it to be done. So I already have emails that I need to get to. I have a number of those. I have a number of things in my RSS reader. Now I have one of those horrible notification numbers on my podcast oh, icon. Can't you shut that off? Not on this app. Why? You can't get rid of it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, but why? <laughs> 74. I have 74 podcasts to listen to. That drives to. me nuts. And I see it and it's stressful. Oh my God. I'll see Heather on her phone or emails like that. And I'm like, oh my God, check your email. Yeah. <laughs> I can't handle it. You have it. 50 unread emails. <laughs> I cannot handle it. I need them to be gone. Oh yeah. It's aggravating. Oh, I can't so have that. Obnoxious. I have to look at whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I hate it. Hate it. So that's, that's aggravating. Why can't you turn that off? Someone said I can't. I have. There's got to be a way course, in the settings but, to do it. Yeah. Well, there aren't any settings in the app. Maybe in the notification settings. I yeah, can turn that's it off, pretty probably. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> uh, I have one other freak out. This is a big one. Mm. I'm breaking form. I never do this. I'm going to talk about my job. Uh-oh. I never, ever, ever talk about my job on here. Now... The, the reason I can and feel safe with doing this is I'm not talking about my present job. I want to make that very clear. I'm not talking about my past teaching job. I'm talking about my past coaching job. So it's something I'm not even doing anymore. Mm. And even though I had the opportunity to again, I'm not. And this is why. This is a whole thing. It's a thing. This is a whole thing. So I had found out that the the job I used to have, the track team I used to coach, I had got let go of that job last summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that I was fired because I wasn't. It's that you have to reapply every season. Your job mm-hmm. only lasts for that season. And then you have to reapply every single year to get that job back. This was my second time coaching the track team. I coached a couple years ago. I coached them for their first or not their first season. I coached my first season there. Apparently, I did a good enough job. To where they not only rehired me for the next season, they also hired me as a soccer coach. So they gave me more coaching duties to do. Then last year, uh, after the track season, they did not rehire me. And I was a little confused. And I didn't know why. I found out who they hired. And I was okay with it. I was still a little bummed. But the guy has more experience than me. Yeah. So you can't really argue with that. The only reason that he wasn't coaching before, he was helping out with the team. But he wasn't helping out be, or he wasn't coaching them because he just didn't have the time with his job. Oh. But then he made a change with his job to open up some time so he could coach. Mm-hmm. And he's more experienced than me. So fine. I didn't necessarily agree with it, but it was the decision they made. And I was OK with it ultimately because, like I said, he has more experience than me. Mm-hmm. So I go back to try and help out. And what what I'm told is that. I was so they they were so disappointed with me as a coach after that second season. They didn't even want me volunteering. Really? Yes. I thought you guys did well. See, this is the thing. This is where the confusion comes in because we did very well. So (laughs) 
I don't know. Well, it turns out I, I talked to some people. I'm not going to name names of who I talked to or anything. Oh, come on, please. No, personal name. No, no. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I was told that the administration and the other coaches mm -hmm. were not a fan of my coaching at all. And so and well, most I, people don't like effectiveness. <laughs> That's what it is. It comes down to. Well, I mean, at first I was a little miffed by it. And then I was like, you know what? It's fine. I, I have a different way of teaching and of coaching. Mm -hmm. And it's not the same for everybody. So we have different philosophies and that's fine. I'm okay with that. If you don't agree with the way that I do something, that's okay. But when I'm showing like actual numerable successes, mm -hmm. you can't say I'm a bad coach. You can't say I'm a coach that's bad enough to where I want to give my free time drive 40 minutes a day you don't get paid for from this? where well i was i was going to oh, volunteer for a couple yeah. weeks with the possibility of maybe mm -hmm. getting the coaching job back but in the meantime the team would have been without a coach for two weeks yeah so i was like well i'll, I'll volunteer i'll give my time for free and they were like we don't even want you to <laughs> i'm like are you kidding me but i do so if it's a philosophy difference like a kick in the ball it is i have so it hurts it's a, it does but my my beefs are not that I have a different coaching philosophy and you don't agree with the way that I coach 100%. That's fine. If you want to coach one way, that's great. I coach a different way. That should also be great, although it's not. But here are my beefs. I was given this line by somebody. It's a line I hear in relation to the way I coach and the way I teach all the time, and I think it's total BS. People tell me, you can be friendly, but you can't be their friend. That's garbage. I thought that's what you tell... I thought thoughts that's like the ultimate line for a parent you can be friendly with your kids but you can't be their friend <laughs> right i just i think it's garbage i used yeah. to subscribe to that line of thought and it made total sense to me mm. but i've i've tried both at this point mm -hmm. i've done not i've never been a hard ass it's just not the way i am but i've i've been uh i've been friendly and kept my distance but i've also been friendly to where i would consider some of these people my friends mm -hmm. and i have found that the latter is a better motivator because yeah. it's it's letting down your friend or disappointing your friend. Yeah, that's a good motivator. So if you feel like you're disappointing or letting down somebody, that can be well, a better like motivator actually, than other the things. The coach actually cares. Right. <laughs> Which you know is what always it is. Nice. It comes down to the there's so many lawsuits. There's so many problems. They're trying to keep I coaches think, and, I guess. and, and I don't the, know. as far apart as possible outside of the field. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I mean, obviously, you don't want to have a ton of students hanging out at your house. That's a well, yeah, and that issue. doesn't happen. No, not at all. No, no, not at all. And and I keep I keep that line. Mm -hmm. I do keep that. I've never crossed that line. Yeah, I talk about random weird things with my team and kids, but I've never, never, ever, ever crossed a line that I shouldn't cross. Um, but in my quote unquote disappointing year, mm -hmm. my team saw an increase in participating members, so we had a larger team. I had a better win-loss record than the prior season. Just about every kid on the team had improved marks, whether it be their jump, their running speed, anything like that. And as far as I know, everyone had a good time. Hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, you had them run to ice cream shops and back. Right. <laughs> like it's not one aspect of what we did suffered. And ice cream, not frozen. In my <laughs> right, ice cream. <laughs> in my quote-unquote disappointing year, right. and don't think this is regular practice. We ran for ice cream like yeah. once, once the whole season. It was a reward for something uh, that they earned. So that was one thing. But my other beef, my other major beef is that I just found out after a year, a year after I did not get this job, mm -hmm. I am just now hearing that there were people thinking that I was underperforming just now mm. during the, the whole season. Mm -hmm. Like if you had an employee that was underperforming, do you go, well... They're only going to be here so long. Or do you go, you know what? I should probably do something about this because they're underperforming. No, people and I don't want to confrontate Le the path of least not. resistance. And they were like, well, if he, we're not going to rehire him next year. Yeah. Or there's a possibility of it. We'll just let it slide. Yeah. For now. I heard no complaints from administration. Well, they could just be an excuse. No then. complaints from parents. No complaints from students. So I had using the uh, the track thing as a metaphor. If you have a kid running with horrible form mm -hmm. and you don't fix his form, he's going to think he's the best runner in the world because he doesn't know any different. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying I'm a bad coach because I don't believe that. 
But if there are other people that think I am not being the coach that I could, they should have said something instead of letting me do whatever it was they weren't happy with for the entire season and then ending it there. So there was that. Then the other thing is the fact that I'm working for a school, an educational institution that does not take the opportunity to educate their own. Because Uh when when I did not get hired back, I sent two very professional emails asking, not whining or anything like that. I sent one to the AD and I sent one to the principal who's not at that school anymore. He retired. Uh And I said, I I noticed that I did not receive the track coach position again. What could I do if it's a fault of my own to improve myself as a coach for the future? Because I want to know I'm a learner. Uh Uh, As a teacher, I'm someone who wants to learn. And from the AD, I heard back, well, it wasn't my decision to let you go or to not hire you back. That's all I got from him. Mm. And then it turns out he wasn't a fan of my coaching either, from what I've heard. From the principal, nothing. Mm. Heard absolutely nothing back at all. Shit, so that's why they, they all don't want to say anything. Yeah. So it's ridiculous. It was it was stupid. So if they if they treated me just to kind of like put out the example of why this is such a dumb thing for a school to operate, if they treated a student like that fired Mm. but apparently they can treat their peers that way so the whole thing just really really ticked me off Mm. to allow like when i was getting the information like when when someone tells you that you're so bad that they don't want you to even volunteer to give up your free time they would rather deal with all of this on their own it's ridiculous yeah yeah it hurts it does and it's insulting. It's very insulting to me. And it, it, it's, I don't know. It's just bad form. Like, mm-hmm. e- so what if I had a disappointing season? Well, in their eyes, a disappointing season. In mine, very successful season. And I believe in the team's eyes, a very successful season. Mm-hmm. In their eyes, a very disappointing one after I had two other seasons that they were willing to hire me for more yeah. after those. So clearly my ratio is still in the positive. And yet they will not give me the benefit of the doubt to even tell me how I could get better. Like, it's just so dumb. It is. But that was the whole problem with the the district I used to work at. That's that's an isolated incident of a much larger problem with their educational institute. I'll say now that the one the district I work for now, mm. much better about all this stuff. They're fantastic. That past one was mm. I feel bad for students. I have to go through it. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, it was crappy. It was really, really crappy. <sighs> feel better a little bit all right a little bit off my chest yeah yeah needs to happen every now and then just gotta cleanse the palate mm-hmm. get it all out there so we'll uh we'll take a break from the um <laughs> from my ranting and raving and uh non-humorous joke making <laughs> and and we'll come back with some uh some news and a game oh games so we'll be right back looking for a way to show your geek pride We've got a great selection of t-shirts over at the Geek Generation store to help you out. Represent the Geek Generation with a G-Shield logo tee, become Lord of the Geeks, or rock the gamer shirt. All proceeds support the show and allow us to continue bringing you free content. Get your shirt now by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash store. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi, this is Jeff Katz, and of all the generations in the world, my favorite is the Geek Generation. Nobody's gonna stand in my way. Give it up, son. I'm doing this my way. Nobody's gonna We are back. Yep. We have a lot of news to go over, but before we do, Michael Big. Yes. It's game time. Game time. And when it's game time, it's pain time. <laughs> woo woo! I don't know if you're familiar with Terry Tate, but uh, that whole thing you just said sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're going to play top three. Three, two, one. 
<laughs> Is that what you'd rather it end with? <laughs> no. Oh. Okay. Well, here's your category for top three this week. Okay. And again, for people that haven't, because we haven't done this in a little while. I feel like it's only sporadic. Top three answers. Order doesn't matter. Top three answers on the board. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> what are the top three signature weapons that you'd want as a slasher movie villain? Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> top three now signature mind, they always weapons. have like the signature one. You wouldn't have all three, but your well, top. Yeah. Right. It's only um, one, but. Uh, as, all right. Well, um, oh, the machete, right. of course. It's a, it's a tried and true yeah, iconic one, right? It is. The machete is. And you don't have to choose great. things that are current slasher weapons. Right. You could go outside the box. Okay. Feel um, free. Oof, it's a tough one. <laughs> it's like there's so many. Like I have the biggest smile on my face. Right. I know. Yay. You're getting like horrible sadistic uh, yeah. thoughts and just so happy about it. I know. Um <laughs> You know, that's really a tough one. Like there's so many be, yeah. like options out there as far as how you could torture people. <laughs> Not just um, kill, but tor- now are you looking for the slow death, the torture? Or are you looking for the quick cuz one would think the machete is a one and done, pretty quick. It depends on the swift. situation. I mean, if I'm in a, if I'm going after a large group of people, yep. I need to take them down as fast as possible. Sure. So the quick slice, slice, slice. But then if you go like the route of like saw, and I'm just stalking one person, well, I'm going to slowly take you down and sure. make you suffer. Not Which that is- I thought about this, people. I <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little. Um, you know what's really sadistic? And I don't like. <laughs> I love it. That's the lead. In. The, no, well, no, like just. Almost using someone's child as a weapon. Like, okay. you, you take the child away from the parent uh-huh. and threaten the child. The child becomes, in a way, a, a, your weapon against the person. Or literally. Or literally. <laughs> you just beat somebody. <laughs> Dubstep gun. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think the, like, as a parent, most parents, the most precious thing they have is their child. So yep. the, take the child away and and threaten the child or the child's life or harm the child in some way puts that person that you're going after it hurts them in a way that's more than physical yeah so yeah i think like you do see that in movies where someone's kidnapped or yeah they're gonna torture somebody and the, the person's freaking out over it and it hurts them in a completely different way so in a weird way like that mind game okay so you're going uh, with the so you have the the quick and the fast quick, machete yeah. kill. You have the psychological mind yeah. torture with taking the child. Oh, man, next weapon. I'm trying to think of like amazing kills that I've seen in movies and be like, that was awesome. Who and what did it? Right? Yeah. Oh man, I almost feel like you want to borrow from the wrestling world and <laughs> you beat somebody with a chair. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it could be something altered too. Like it could be a, a serrated edged right. steel chair. Like you could have the most random oh. thing. Oh man. Oh, this is so. This one's. This was a good one. The third one. It's. It's really tough. I Freddy's claw just keeps going. Man, like the idea yeah. of like the knives on your hand just becoming that weapon. I like that. I don't see. I never dug Freddy's claw because I felt it was limiting. Maybe. In that it takes that hand out of the equation. You know, like it's mm-hmm. not like he can use that hand for anything else now. Oh yeah. Well, I don't. Know. Maybe he can take the glove off. Yeah. Yeah, but still, that's a lot of. There's a lot of knives on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if that's what you want to go with, that's fine. I, I'm just throwing in my two versatile uni- <laughs> utility senses. Actually, you know what would be pretty sick? Just a plain piece of paper. Oh. And you paper cut them. Ah. Over. Think about it. Oh, it's, it's your skin just crawl minded. <laughs> yeah. So you strap the person to, oh, I don't know, God. like a cross looking yeah. thing. And you just come up with a piece of paper and you just paper cut. Paper cut, paper. The tongue in between the fingers, in Good between God. the toes, on the arm, on the leg. <laughs> so like Heavy Rain, they have the origami killer in the game. Okay, <laughs> you could you could like sculpt things out of paper and use them to cut. Yeah, pe- like you could even make yeah. a paper machete and give them like paper cuts with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's horrible! Isn't that terrible? <laughs> that's pretty bad. Yeah. Chainsaws are also good, but I think the the slow and painful just disgusting. And it's be, always around. Yeah, you will never be at a loss for paper. You just think about it. you go to CVS or a pharmacy or whatever, or wherever. Yep. Uh, like Walmart, you just buy a big pack of computer paper, printer paper. Boom, <laughs> and you're a serial loaded killer. for like a year. You're <laughs> exactly. <good. laughs> yeah. Wow, that's pretty sadistic. Mm. All right, well played. I haven't played this in a while, but a little little throwback. 
We got news. News. All right. Yes, we're here. This is an update. <laughs> Are you mocking my news music? No. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm Tom Brokaw. Yeah. <laughs> it's like any minute now. Here's an update on a past news story. Okay. I don't know if you've heard this. Uh, you might have heard about it on Stern a little bit. Buyout firms Apollo Global Management and Metropolis and Company teamed up for Hostess's Snack Cake Brands, paying $410 million for Twinkies, Ho-Hos, Ding Dongs, Cupcakes, Donuts, Zingers, and Snowballs. Yay! Both back. companies are experienced with turnarounds, Metropolis especially. It currently owns Paps Blue Ribbon, and in the past controlled Chef Boyardee, Bumblebee, and Pam Cooking Spray. Hmm. The bidders say they hope to have the former Hostess products back in stores as soon as possible, shooting for shipping dates early in the summer. Cool. This summer. Flowers Food Inc., which makes tasty cake snacks, picked up most of Hostess's bread business, including its Wonder and Nature's Pride brands for $360 right. million. Bread, dollars. Huh? The number two U.S. banking company also bought 20 bakeries and other operations. The beefsteak brand of bread was sold for $31.9 million to Mexico's Grubo Bimbo, the world's largest <laughs> bread maker. Bimbo already owns Entenmann's Cakes, Arnold uh, Bread, and Thomas's English Muffins. Really? I guess so. We have no idea where these Arnold's things are coming from. Arnold's Bread is from. really good, but if it's coming out of the same place as producing like junk food, I'm going to go with it's probably not that great quality. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the hostess stuff is on its way back. Have you missed it? Like no. we went out on a big like spending spree. We bought all that stuff and we ate it. And Here's the thing. I never eat that stuff. No, we just ate it because it was going right. away. We were like, no, <laughs> childhood's ending. It could have all been yeah. just, oh, yeah. And I probably, I'll probably maybe get them when they come back out just to try them and see how similar see if they are. The same. They got the recipes. It's part of the Yeah. I the still deal. have a couple Twinkies left. Do you really? Heather's like, they're going to go bad. I'm like, they don't go bad. They have uh, quite the shelf life. Yeah. They do go bad, but they have quite the yeah. shelf life. I'm like, don't worry. Yeah. I was like, these were the original ones. Produced in like 1930. Don't worry. <laughs> They're still good. So Hostess making a return. Good. Uh, we mentioned it earlier in the show. Casting for Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles movies has been announced. So this is the voice this in is April? everything. Casey Jones. The Turtles thing. and April. No, we haven't said anything about Casey or anything like that. Casey Jones? <laughs> I would think they would save Casey for a sequel, but that's just me. Alan Richson. From Smallville, he played oh, Aquaman. I thought you said Alan Rickman. No, I was like, Ooh, no. What's he doing? Alan Richson played uh, Aquaman on Smallville. Yeah. He will play Raphael. So he's just the voice. Uh, and well, he will do the voice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Howard from Galaxy Quest will play Donatello. Pete Plazek, Plaznik. Yeah, I don't know if I'm Plazek. I got to hear voices of these yeah. people. From Parks and Recreation will play Leonardo, and Noel Fisher from Shameless will play Michelangelo. I got to see who he is. I have no idea except for the guy playing Raphael who any of those guys are. Noel? Uh, Noel Fisher. Fisher. And the appearance doesn't even matter because the turtles will be brought no, to the screen. that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Another up. picture of Amber Lancaster. I wonder if Heather would get mad if... You make it that becomes wallpaper. my background on my phone. <laughs> what happened to me? Uh, you're on the other one. <laughs> the turtles will be brought to the screen using motion capture technology. The stars join previously uh, announced Megan Fox in the role of April O'Neil. So he's 29. Who? Noel Fisher? Yeah, he was in Battle Los Angeles. He was in Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. He was in Shameless. But again, none of this really gotta, does. You would not even recognize any of these people. Oh, they put up a picture of like the old school Michelangelo. See that for the announcement? Yeah. Yep. So wait, this, they're not going to be suits? This nope. Is, motion capture. Mm, I want the suit. Sorry. Because it's it's real and it's there. Yeah. It's the suit. You knew they were going motion capture. You knew it. I didn't. I was really hoping for the suit oh. again. <laughs> if they could do the suit in the late 80s, early 90s, you could pull the suit off in 2013. Yeah. Pretty good. Well, yeah, probably. But it's probably easier at this point to do motion capture. Yes. The Wolverine trailer. Have you seen it? Is it a new one? The trailer for the Wolverine. Oh, that no. No. no I didn't see it. Well then we're gonna take a look at it and then we'll <laughs> we'll do a little time warp and then come back with our impressions. I've seen it already, but Volpe needs to see it. Circumbarage! Your thoughts? Uh I don't know. I have mixed feelings. Okay. I, I don't know the storybook line but it seems odd the trailer showing that they're going to try to take his powers away yeah which is always a great decision right yeah <laughs> this movies. is going to end well i don't know what do you th i don't know i'm, I'm on the fence too on like i don't like the whole 
take the powers away thing. I think it's overdone mm-hmm. in movies. The the one thing with Wolverine that it brings up an interesting question is they're talking about it changing, making him mortal and changing his immortality, even though Wolverine's not immortal. Like he, he just heals or ages. He'll so live longer. Slowly. Yeah, he'll live longer than most people, but he's not immortal. And I, I can understand you can take away the, the claws and the skeleton and everything, maybe. And they've done that in the comics before. But the healing is not something they gave him. That was his mutant power. Yeah. That's how he survived. They're really, they're fucking with so so I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how how it's going. Whenever they do stuff like that, it scares me because remember in the, there's that island. Yep. Where if mutants go Genosha. to Genosha, yeah. their powers just stop working. It's not because they stop working. It's because the collars they throw on them. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I don't know. If you can do that with a collar, I suppose there's a drug you could put into somebody. I would think they would have to almost inject him with something every day. And then, the, like, in the movie, he'll eventually break. Obviously, he's going to get his powers back and everything. but hmm. And that's generally cool. But it's it's such a redone thing. Like, take the powers away just to give him back. And I don't know. I don't. I don't want that. I wasn't big on Wolverine in Japan anyway. I know it's a big thing, and people really loved it. It is cool in the comics. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to see it. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I just. I don't want to. I don't know. <laughs> you don't. Like, know. I want to go see a movie that I know I'm going to really sure. enjoy, and that looks like it's going to be authentic. I'll let you know if it's worth seeing. Okay. Yeah. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's the I'm trailer on the didn't really. It, it started off okay. Yeah. I was like, all right, this is cool. All right. Oh. Uh, and then he said, I'm not healing. And I'm like, crap. And I'm not seeing it. I'm not healing. Nobody's seeing it. Boo. Uh, moving on. Chevy Chase yeah. and Beverly D'Angelo are in talks to reprise their roles as Clark and Ellen Griswold yes. in the upcoming sequel slash reboot, Vacation. They would join Ed Helms and likely Christina Applegate, who is also said to be in talks. Christina Applegate's going to be in it? Seems like it. Not cool. confirmed yet, but... That's the word. I wonder if they're going to have her play grown up. I think she'll be playing Ed Helms' wife. Oh. Because he's rusty, grown up. Mm. And they're going all to Wally World. And yeah. So it's cool that the original Griswold peoples will be back. I like Christina Applegate. I do too. Uh, We had talked about the Veronica Mars movie and the success that that found on Kickstarter a little while ago. Here's another success. A crowdfunding campaign to expand the downloadable game Skullgirls recently ended with much success. Are you familiar with Skullgirls? No. Or? Okay. It was a fighter. Had maybe like eight characters or something. Downloadable fighter. People really liked it. Uh, the goal was to raise $150,000 to add a new DLC fighter named Squiggly to the roster. Surpassing the goal in just 22 hours, the campaign achieved a stretch goal for the game's first male combatant, Big Band. The campaign continued to roll and eventually ended with a total of $829,829. Wow. So $829,829. The funds will allow developers to create the planned characters of Squiggly, Big Band, another new character named RoboFortune, and two mystery characters selected by a fan poll. Each character will receive a stage and story mode. The developers also stated that each piece of content developed by the funds will be, for a limited time, Available as free DLC on Xbox 360, PS3, and PC. Cool. So that's, again, the power of crowdfunding. Uh-huh. So a game that started... I think they're they're almost doubling their fighter yeah. allotment with just one Kickstarter uh, campaign. CBS has renewed 18 shows for the 2013-2014 season. Here's what they are. In the comedy car- uh, category, the Big Bang Theory is coming back. Final season of How I Met Your Mother, mm. Two Broke Girls, and Mike and Molly. The final episode of How I Met Your Mother yep. is going to be just like Seinfeld was. You think like so? The ratings I heard were good. Like, I never really watched Seinfeld, but I tuned in to watch the last. I remember I was yeah. little, too. I like I stayed up late. My dad was not happy about it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I want to watch you. Don't even watch the show. And I'm like, I know, but it's the last episode. I want to see what you happens. You have to find so, out who the mother is, right? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I don't even have TV, but. I'll have to find <laughs> I don't even have TV. <laughs> I don't even have TV. Uh, any of the other shows you watch at all? Or? No. No. Uh, I dramas. The Walking Dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and that ends in like another week or so. so. Yeah. Dramas, NCIS. Or when we record it, it's over. Oh, my God. <laughs> CSI, NCIS Los Angeles, <laughs> Elementary, Person of Interest, Hawaii Five-0, The Mentalist, Blue, Bud, uh, Blue Bloods, 
and The Good Wife are all coming back. <laughs> I don't even know half these shows. Know, They're right? on TV, really. <laughs> and half of them are just combinations of <laughs> acronyms like, and stuff. Yeah. And CSI, CSI Miami, right. CSI Fort Lauderdale, C- <laughs> CSI <laughs> different parts of Florida, L- North LA, South LA, <laughs> Hollywood. I do watch Elementary and Person of Interest, so I'm glad those are coming back. And Person of Interest has been knocking it out of the park this season. The show's getting way better than it even was the first season. Uh, reality series, The Amazing Race, Survivor, and Undercover Boss are all coming back. Survivor? What is it? Survivor 20? I know, right? Does it have a number crazy. to it? No. It's up there. News shows, 60 Minutes and 48 Hours are both coming back. I'm sure that's no surprise. Uh, here's something, though. does a news though. show get canceled? Yeah. Currently in discussions regarding another season for Two and a Half Men. So it's not a definite. It might go bye-bye. Good. Yeah, I don't... Good. So stupid. Charlie Sheen. Stupid. Winning. <laughs> well, he's not on it anymore. I know. I'm sure he'd be That's happy to see should, it go. Does his, is his show still on? Anger Management apparently got huge ratings. Really? Yeah. Good. I haven't seen it or heard anything about it except from that. This teaches you. You could be completely fuck up, but you can always make a comeback. <laughs> In Hollywood, just, yeah. Not even a comeback. He he just was bigger than ever. You mentioned The Walking Dead. I did. Uh, not in relation to the TV show, but the game. Telltale Games, yeah. in cooperation with DC Entertainment, oh. unleashes The Wolf Among Us this summer. Based on Bill Willingham's award-winning comic series Fables, the game will make its way to Xbox Live, PSN, PC, and Mac. Set prior to the event seen in the first issue of the Fables comic book series, The Wolf Among Us puts players in the role of Bigby Wolf, a man once more infamously known as the Big Bad Wolf. Now the sheriff of a hidden community in New York City, Exiled from the land of fairy tales, Bigby is tasked by the bureaucrat Snow White to keep order within a society of mythical creatures and characters trying to remain undetected in the world of the mundane. From a chain-smoking member of the Three Little Pigs to a car-stealing Mr. Toad itching for his next wild ride, the wolf among us examines the lives of beings straight from the battle pages. Battletoads, <laughs> yes. I don't know, Mr. Toad, I was like, Battletoad. I'm just excited about Battletoads again. <laughs> I just want to play that game now. <laughs> the Wolf Among Us examines the lives of beings straight from the pages of myth and lore, now trying to survive on the meanest and most rundown streets of New York City. I don't know who Mr. There's a Disney ride, Mr. Toad's Wild right, Ride. Mr. I Toad. Was. I don't know who Mr. Toad is, though. Oh. I don't remember him. Oh. As a kid, like, I don't remember the character. Okay. Do you? Uh, He was from, like, Br'er Rabbit or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. One of those kind of like not as popular fairy tales or what? No, uh, no. It was uh, like Whisper in the Willows or Wind in the Willows. Wind in the Willows. Oh. That was it, I think. Willow. That movie. Remember Willow? <laughs> You're just taking words and jumping <laughs> no, off. No, Willow. I watched Toad, it as a kid. I was kind of had like the two or three headed thing. Remember Willow? Willow. <laughs> I got to watch that movie again. Good God, man. I got to find the it. Place. <laughs> it might be better than The Hobbit. Probably. 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 That kind of was The Hobbit. Well, yeah, I was little. There's similarities. A lot of similarities. So uh, Telltale Games is coming out with another episodic game, mm-hmm. kind of in the tone of the Walking Dead game. Something a little serious as well, not something on its comedic side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Fables is a pretty popular comic book, so. Cool. Hopefully that'll do well, too. I hope so. MGM has acquired the rights to Tomb Raider and plans on rebooting the movie franchise that saw two prior releases from Paramount Pictures in 2001 and 2003. No casting mm-hmm. has yet been announced. I liked the first Tomb Raider movie. I it saw wasn't that in the bad. theaters with my dad. It wasn't bad. the The second wasn't great. No, I don't remember the second one. It was like the Cradle of Life or something. Wow. Yeah, the there was a second one in two thousand three. The first one wasn't bad. I'm. I don't know what they're gonna do with this one. Oh, who should we who should be casted as Lara Croft? That's something to think about and come back with. I think. And uh, if the the audience has any ideas, tweet them at Geek yeah. Generation or. Email to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. Actually, the girl that does the voice for Lara in the new game, mm-hmm. Camila Luddington, very hot. Yeah. Yeah. She might be just fine. <laughs> I can stick with that. The Joker, Bane, Deathstroke, Darkseid, and Lex Luthor. What do they have in common? Bad guys? Yeah. They're all bad guys. <laughs> the scariest and most menacing villains in the DC Comics universe. Take center stage in a brand new full-length documentary from Warner Brothers Home Entertainment titled Necessary Evil, Villains of DC Comics. Christopher Lee, who has played the villain more times than almost any other actor, will provide his unique voice as narrator. 
His roles in more than 200 films include Dracula, The Mummy, and Frankenstein's Monster in Hammer Horror Classics, Count Dooku in Star Wars, and Saruman in the Lord of the Rings trilogy and The Hobbit films. In this new documentary film, the malevolent, sometimes charismatic figures from DC Comics' hallowed rogues gallery will be explored in depth, featuring interviews with the famed creators, storytellers, and those who have crafted the personalities and profiles of many of the most notorious villains in comic book history. Cool. So that's a documentary for you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon Studios. Have you uh seen Zombieland, that movie? Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, I thought it started off really good. And it really, but about three quarters of the way in, I was just like, all right, this can end now. Oh, really? Mm. I haven't seen it, obviously, because zombies. The girl, <laughs> the girl in it is hot. Who was it that's in it? Is it? I, was it Emma Stone? I, I don't know. remember. I don't feel like Mila Kunis was in it. No, you're thinking no. of Book of Eli, probably. She was in that? Mila Kunis was in Book of Eli. She was the girl? Yeah. I have to go back and watch that. <laughs> I own it too. Oh, wow. Uh, no, yes, yes. So, so Zombie Land was. Yeah, Zombie Yeah, it was okay. Okay. Well, Amazon Studios, the production arm of Amazon.com, has added Zombie Land to the lineup of pilots in production for Prime Instant Video. Zombie Land, which is the seventh comedy pilot added to Amazon's pilot lineup, will be made available for free on Amazon Instant Video along with six other comedy pilots and six children's pilots. Customers are invited to view the pilots and review them on the site. Feedback will help determine which of the 13 pilots Amazon Studios will make into full season series to air on Prime Instant Video. Oh, well. Speaking of which, I noticed an app popped up on my Xbox for Redbox now. Really? There's a Redbox app now. To order movies? You must be able to watch them, what, a dollar? So you order it? Do they have a streaming service starting? Apparently they do. Really? It's right there. As soon as I log in on Xbox, it's big red, boom, Redbox. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. But it's interesting that... It says free 30-day trial. Oh. Hmm. As Netflix is getting into the game of bringing back series and creating their own, so like Arrested Development's going to be on Netflix, they're working on some others. Amazon's getting in the game too, it looks like, and they're going to be showing... I like that we're going to have access to all the pilots, and we actually kind of dictate what gets made and what doesn't. Although, people are kind of stupid as a whole, so I don't know if the right shows will get made, if they're going to cancel a wake off of network TV. I'm still angry about that (laughs) one. Uh, Last news story. And is uh, related to something I know you're excited for. Do you recognize the name William Daniels? You might not. No. How about the name Mr. Feeney? No. Is he, he didn't die, did he? No. All right. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Heart attack. You had me there for a minute. <laughs> uh, William Daniels will reprise his role as Mr. Feeney yes. in Disney Channel's upcoming Girl Meets World pilot. He's got to be really old. Mm which has already begun filming. Yes. It's currently unknown what function the character will serve or if he'll remain beyond the pilot if the series gets picked up. How's the series not going to get picked up? Uh, it's going to get picked up. I mean, really. Do you so, think they're all there filming it right now going, it's going to get picked up? <laughs> <laughs> and then it bombs huge. Well, Mr. Feeney's back. Oh, I hope Topanga's dressed uh, skanky. <laughs> skanky. What channel is this supposed to be? Is it ABC? Disney. Although, from some of the other stuff Disney's put out, they can probably get so a little risky. So this is going to go to the Disney Channel? Yeah. See, that seems like a mistake. Yeah. Bring back TGI Friday. Well, or maybe Friday. Disney will. That's what you got to do. Don't maybe. Disney own ABC? Yeah. Their Friday night lineup needs to go back for kids again. Maybe. From 8 to 10 or whatever. I love TGI. Starting off with... That was great. TGIF on ABC and then Snick on Nickelodeon. Yes. Yeah. All that. Remember yep. all that? And the, Are you afraid of the dark? I, oh, my God. Yes. I hated that show. I, <laughs> I watched it. it, but I hated it. I was like, whoa. Do you know what other? What I other? feel bad for kids today. <laughs> Granted, know. look at the video games they get to play now. And they're all looking at porn by 10 years old. But they don't accident. have the community but stuff that <laughs> we had. They don't have anything anymore. They didn't have the communal, like, we all, we all watched TGIF and then talked about it. We all watched SNCC and then talked about they it. They the internet. Then, yeah. We didn't. Well, kind of. We had <laughs> dial-up. We started, we started getting it in there. Do you know what else Mr. Feeney's really famous for? Is beside, or William Daniels, aside from being Mr. Feeney? No. What else did he do? Am I going to blow your mind right now? You might. If you don't know this? Knight Rider? What? He's the voice of Kit. No. Yes, he is. No. You didn't really? know that? I can't know. Oh, my God. I got to go listen. We're going to pull up some Knight Rider clips after this, and yeah. you're going to see. Oh, my God. Mr. Feeney is the voice of Kit the car in Knight Rider. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know that. Blow your mind. My God. Well, for anyone else that didn't know that, Learned blow it. your mind, too. Learning new stuff. All the time. Wow. 
Uh, that's it for today, though. So, uh, you have anything you want to plug or? No. Nothing? No. Okay. Go to thegeekgeneration.com to see everything that we talk about and post over there. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. That is very much appreciated. Please like us on facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration. Please follow us on at geekgeneration on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. You can send your feedback emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com, including who you think should play Lara Croft. Or you can leave a voicemail at 508-316-9787. As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. Thanks so much for listening. We will be back next week. See you. Later. Make it so.